Thank you so much. Thank you for being here tonight, too. I, uh, I've been listening to the news, and I get amazed at, uh, especially, uh, I know you all know it, because it's been a while now, but they asked one of our Congress lady or Senate lady or what she is to define a woman and uh, the best uh, explanation that they could come up with, a, birth, a birthing person. And I thought that was interesting. And uh, I know that uh, when you talk about a Christian, a saved person, I know that uh, Jimmy Carter claimed to be saved. And uh, he went for all the Christians to vote for him. And he got in the White House. And the first thing you want to do is have a toast with champagne in the White House. I never understood that. Uh, but I do know that Trump claims to be a Christian, but he says things and does things that don't act like a Christian. I know Biden claims to be a Christian, and uh, I don't see any evidence there. And I could go on and on of people uh, just uh, that claims to be a Christian, but no sign of it. Now, what I want to talk to you about tonight is the study of a saved man. Now, people today are are going through all kinds of studies uh, of different things in our government and uh, some of them are some of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard of in my life put so much uh, money behind their studies uh, What one of the things that got me this week was one of the professors of a college was talking about uh, having a, a baby or what it took to have a child, and he's in the classroom, he said it took the, uh, I don't know if I'm saying the record, I'm not a scientist, but uh, it, it takes a woman and a man both, is what he was saying, to have a child, and you know, they fired him. And uh, three girls got up and walked out because uh, they didn't believe that, and, and they went to the head of the college, so they fired the professor. And uh, what I'm talking about is when you try to get people to define what something is today by the dictionary and what it really is, it's ridiculous. And what I wanted to do tonight is just take the Bible and show you what a uh, saved person is according to the Scriptures. Now turn with me I want to read a little bit. In Second uh, Corinthians chapter 5, I'd like to begin to read in verse 14. For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge, that if one died for all, then we're all dead. And they died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Wherefore, henceforth know we no man after the flesh, Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we Him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And all things are of God, who has reconciled us to Himself by Jesus Christ, and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, 
we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ did be reconciled to God. For He has made Him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. Heavenly Father, I ask you now let the Holy Spirit speak to each one of us in a particular way. Lord, we need your blessings upon us daily. And help us to understand these great truths. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I was reading these verses and more to go with them. And in studying what is a saved person, for instance, what is exchanged for him, number one, what is experienced by him, that is a saved person, what is exalted by a saved person, what is exposed to a saved person, and what is expected of a saved person. Number one, what is exchanged for the saved person? If you'll turn to him in 2 Timothy, uh, just go a little bit forward, 2 Timothy chapter 2, look at verse 19 with me. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are His. Let every one that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. So the first thing we find about what has been exchanged for a saved person is old habits. We exchange cussing for praising the Lord's name. Amen? We exchange the old magazines and books we used to read for reading the Bible. We exchange the old places we used to go to, for going to the house of God. And a lot of old life ways we exchange for the new life in Christ Jesus. The Bible says here where we just read in verse 17, now we're new creatures in Christ Jesus. So we exchange some things. Secondly, we exchange His hope. We didn't have any hope for the future life until we met the Lord Jesus Christ or we got saved. But according to 1 Corinthians 15 verse 19, now if we're in this life only we have hope in Christ, we're all men most miserable. But Second First Thessalonians 4 verse 13 said, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you are not even as others which have no hope. But we do have hope. And our new hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ. We have hope of His life after this life. Uh, we exchange, a Christian saved person exchanges his home. In John chapter 14, verses 1, 3, 1 through 3, Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. If I go to prepare a place for you, I will return and bring you to myself, that where I am, yea, you may be also. And I find in 1 Peter 1 and verse 4, to an inheritance, incorruptible, undefiled, and fate is not away, reserved in heaven for you. Uh, so, hell was my home, but now in Christ, heaven is my home. Amen? So I got a new hope. I got a new home. And then, secondly, what is experienced by the saved person? Now turn with me to Psalms just a minute. I, the more I read Psalms 1, the more I fell in love with it. In Psalms chapter 1, please. And I want to read just, just a couple of verses. Verse 1 and 2. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, now standing in the way of sinners, now sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law doeth he meditate day and night. 
of saved person has a new delight. Amen? A new desire. Psalms 37 verse 4 said, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and shall give thee desires of thy heart. I've been reading the Bible through, and I'm up to the book of Matthew now. And uh, when I pass from the Old Testament into the New Testament, I pass from out from under the law under grace now. And man, I was sitting there last night reading, I guess about 12 o'clock at night, and, and I got such a desire just to uh, just feel the presence of the Lord. And what a delight in the Lord just read this Word. And ain't nothing could take that place. We have a new determination. Philippians 4 verse 13. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I really believe that. A Christian can do anything he wants to for Christ for a simple reason that we have Christ in us. And He's our power. Now, what is exalted by a saved person? We exalt Christ Jesus our Lord. In 1 Corinthians 2 verse 2 said, For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. You know what I had to learn as a young preacher? I don't know how to prove anything. I just got to read the Bible. I don't have to prove it. I just got to read it. It'll stand for itself. Amen? And when I, when I, when I found this verse, uh, for I delight not to know anything. You know, I, I, I was reading a thing here a while back from a famous preacher. How to answer a skeptic. And you know how to answer a skeptic? Don't answer his stupid questions. Just give him the answer you know from the Bible. Amen? You don't get in an argument. I, I read it back. He said, uh, if you stand around with a bunch of fools and, and you're arguing uh, with them and carrying on with them and there's somebody standing around there that don't know you, they don't know which one's the fool. And so you don't do it. Amen? And so I, when I first started preaching, I got to a place that I said, from now on I determined not to know anything but Christ and Him crucified. And whatever God opened my mind to, thank the Lord for it. We also uh, say He pertinently exalts the cross of Christ. Galatians 6 verse 14. But God forbid that I should glory save in the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. Just the other day I saw this thing where this man was hanging on the cross, another and a half naked, or just about naked, wallowing all over him, and them lesbian guys carried on. I said, boy, that hurt my feelings. I mean, it, I, I just wanted to throw up when I saw it, for the simple reason, that's not my Christ. Amen? And I want to uplift Him. What a shame that somebody would do something like that. And I want to stop and say to them, you ought to be ashamed of yourself because we're, up, we're to exalt the cross of Christ. That We're to exalt the church, the body of believers. Ephesians 2, verse, 3, verse 21. Unto Him be glory to the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages world without end. Amen. You know, I, I used to go meet with some Baptist preachers. Um, on Monday morning we'd have dinner. They was, I guess there's 20-something of them from all over the city of Tampa. We'd meet and they'd get in arguments about who's the bride of Christ. And who is the uh, visitors 
or the guests at the wedding. And they get in, well, the Baptist church is the bride of Christ. And they get in big arguments about the bride of Christ and who is the bride of Christ and it's the Baptist church. There ain't no such thing as that taught in the Bible. What is the, what is the bride of Christ? is saved people. Amen? And when it comes to the church, it's not Brandon Fellowship Baptist Church. It's the church of Jesus Christ, our Lord. And every saved person is a part of that ministry. And if you go down the road and you see a church with a different name on it, they might meet some saved people behind those doors and go in there. You don't know who's saved and who aren't. And I believe this wrong. I'd rather see a church and a beer going. Amen? And it's just that simple. I don't want any church to fold up and quit. And I thank God for everybody of believers. And no matter what it is, if they exalt the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm for them. Fourthly, what is exposed to the saved person. Now, temptation is exposed to us. James chapter 1, verse 14, But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Now, the saved person can be sure the devil will tempt you uh, on every side that he can to sin against God. The unsaved doesn't have that to worry about. He's stooped in his sin. They're dead, the Bible says, in trespasses of sin. But we are exposed to temptations of the devil every day of our life. We're exposed to trials. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 7, talks about that a Christian is under trials every day. And we're exposed to those things. But God will try His own to see if He can trust them to serve Him. Then what is expected of a saved person? We're expected to withstand Satan. James chapter 4, verse 7 says, Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Do you ever be sitting around the old devil get on your shoulder and start talking to you? And he'll get you down in the dumps if you're not careful. And old Brother Olaf said uh, about this verse, just tell him to go home. Amen? You think about that for a minute. Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil. That means just tell him to go away. Get away from him. Leave me alone. And he will flee from him. Now that's expected out of a saved person. We are expected to worship the Savior. Psalms 99 verse 9 says, Exalt the Lord our God and worship at His holy hill, for the Lord our God is holy. You know why we meet together as a church body of believers? It's to talk about finances and the president and everything. No, we're not. We're, when, we meet, when we meet as a church group, we're to worship the Lord. That's the reason that I'm very careful about what I say and what I do when it comes to the service of the Lord. And I've had all kind of people uh, say to me, I, I want to come and sing for you. I want to play an instrument for you. I want to preach for you. You can't believe the number of preachers that I turn down every week, just about every month at least, that wants to come and preach for us. And I start off with, do you believe in the King James Bible only? And if you don't, we don't need you. Amen. And if you don't believe Jesus is the only way and through the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ is the only salvation, and you can't believe how many don't. And brother, i got news for you. We worship the Lord. Now listen, we're expected to win souls to Christ. 
Acts chapter 1 and verse 8 said He gives us the power to do it. Psalms 126 verse 5 6 says that we come back rejoicing with our sheaves with us. Now, the big question is, do you qualify as a Christian? Let me show you something. Turn over to Psalms. Psalms 139 for just a minute. Psalms 139, verse 23 and verse 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me. And lead me in a way everlasting. I pray that all the time. I mean that. I pray all the time. Lord, search me. Lord, try me. I want to be sure I'm right all the time with you. Amen? I don't want nothing in the way between me and the Lord. I got a sermon I preached several years ago. What is between you and the Lord? You think about that for just a minute. The Lord ought to be anything. Amen? And we've got to be careful about that. Stand with me, please. Heavenly Father, when we, when we talk about saved people, when we talk about a child of God, a real Christian, born-again believer, there is a difference in us and the world. And help us to understand it. And the world is expecting us to be different. They know if we act like the devil and talk like the devil and, and so on, Lord, we must be of the devil. But if we talk of the Lord and worship the Lord in word, in deed, in heart, in truth, people will know that's our job. Bless us tonight, we pray now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for being here tonight.